0: is planted a podcast that encourages us to be rooted and grounded in jesus christ and established in the faith today pastor matt grimm looks at what it means to have knowledge of god's will in spiritual wisdom and understanding
1: Welcome back to the Planted Podcast. This is Pastor Matt Grimm. I'm here with Thad Keenel.
0: Pastor Matt, how's your day today?
1: I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. I think we're in, what are we, February now? I think, uh, last podcast, I think I said we were in January, we were actually in February. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I know. Well, we had January weather was the reason. It was in single digits, and now it's right. 50
1: degrees. I know. It's crazy. Um, we got 50 degrees in rain here, but uh, again, we don't know when these are going to get put up, but but uh yeah, my day's going good. How about you?
0: Yeah, yeah, doing good. I came in avoiding the potholes that the the freeze thaws are creating out there. Yeah. They're all over the place, right? But at least our parking lot's in good shape
1: <laughs> for now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, but it's good to be back, and yeah. um, I'm excited to dig back into Colossians with you. So, what do you have for us today?
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep going through Paul's introductory prayer. So, uh, last time we we finished up through verse eight, talk which was the. Part of the prayer he's focused on is thanksgiving, um, and now he's going to be kind of moving into a prayer of intercession for the Colossians. And just to remind us, you know, that this, Paul is writing to a church that he did not plant, and we're not even sure that he'd even visited them. Uh, But he had gotten a report from Epaphras, who was the church planter, who visited Paul in prison, and now, um, and it's out of that report that he had great praise and thanksgiving for what God is doing among them. And we saw last time that 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 there was kind of this triad of Thanksgiving of, that we um, that Paul uses this often this faith, hope, and love. Right? He was he was thankful for their faith, um, for their love for one another, their hope for um, their love they have for the saints, and the hope that's laid up for them in heaven. And so we're going to see, you know, in this next uh, section of prayer, we are see three things that he's praying for them out of that. That also kind of have this, um, I might say, this eschatological or, or looking forwardness to them, right? Just as faith, hope, and love do. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have this. Um, he's asking for um, them that, that they would be able to, to have, uh, you know, I, I think patience and um, endurance and joy. That's down in verse eleven. Whether we can get there today or not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> but but out of that Thanksgiving. Uh, of Of all that they have, there's still this kind of a um a recognition that they need to grow you know they have this faith, they have this hope they have this love but but so he's not like okay, they're done, they're set, you know he's got some things he wants he's interceding they pray that they that in this first part is is has to do with wisdom and understanding and knowledge and so forth so so how about i'm gonna ask you if you would what version do you have there with you
0: i have the e s v
1: All right, would you just read? Let's go ahead and read verses 9 to 14, whether we get through it all um, in this podcast or not. Let's just read through the rest of, of Paul's prayer.
0: Okay, excellent. So, starting in verse 9 And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him
1: All right. Great. Let me just uh, pray for us. Lord, we do uh, give you thanks for your word. We thank you for um, this um, community in Colossians from so many years ago that that um, out of this comes this letter that, that will feed us and instruct us in the faith. And we pray today that as as we look at this prayer, that you would um, do this work that, that Paul opens up and prays here, that we would be filled with knowledge and spiritual wisdom and understanding as we discuss just what is it that that means. And so help us this day by your spirit. Amen.
0: Yeah, amen. And you know, I, I just was making an observation, and uh, I would like to maybe mention that as we look back earlier, he starts right off when he's addressing this church in Colossae uh, by giving thanks to God for all the right. good things that God yeah. has granted unto mm-hmm. them. And he, he doesn't change it as he goes in to encourage them – uh, to continue to pray, so God is always central in everything that He's He said so far in this letter.
1: Exactly, and it's interesting too. I was thinking, even as you finished reading, that He, he ends with thanksgiving, even after interceding, even in his intercession, He's giving thanks to what God's doing. You yeah, know, yeah. And so, yeah, that's so true. Um, so, so here we have this um, prayer that He opens up. He's thankful. We we get this oh, this great encouragement. They're doing so well, right? But then He says, but yet. Um, we need to pray that they may be filled with knowledge and so uh, of his will and spiritual wisdom and understanding. So there's a sense in which, okay, they have this faith, this hope, um, this love. They he's grateful for the the example of Epaphras who came and he 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 brought them the gospel and they've embraced it. But yet they 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 need more. Um, not in the, they don't need more than the gospel, but they need to understand it more fully. I think is, is what the prayer is really coming out of. And so, um, so we kind of, it is, and I think it's kind of foreshadowing what's to come in the letter, because he's going to address some issues that they he needs to impart spiritual understanding and wisdom to them, because they're following, uh, potentially going to follow the trap of some teachings that would lead them away from Christ.
0: Right, and uh, it's probably not ironic that we're called children of God for a reason. It's because, you know, yeah. we start off as babes in Christ right. and we start off with, um, the milk of the word mm-hmm. before we mature into solid foods of, 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 deeper things. And so it's a, it's a progression of knowledge, but, uh, it's not, it's not knowledge, just, uh, head knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's more to it to putting it all together, right. which we're going to learn shortly.
1: Right. And so out of this very positive report he has from Epaphras, he also has some things that he wants to address. And and so he begins by praying that they um, would—and saying that, you know, we've not ceased to pray for you. There's this ongoing prayer that that any church, any new church, but any church and any new Christian body of people— we need to remember that there has to be ongoing prayer that we've talked about in our in season one of our podcast about the word, the, the, just the importance of the illumination of the Holy Spirit to bring understanding to us, right? And so Paul, knowing that, he's, he is demonstrating that through his prayer. He's praying that, okay, I, can, I could teach him all these things in the rest of the letter, but if well, we haven't prayed first, if we haven't asked the Holy Spirit to come and, and provide this wisdom you know, what What good is it going to be for me to start teaching them, right?
0: Right, yeah, for sure. And I was looking at this first uh, phrase here, we have yeah. not ceased to pray for you, and it reminded me of another space where it says, pray always in all yeah. things. And I'm, I was thinking, well, it's, that's almost an impossibility to, I mean, you can't always be in prayer, you have other things to do, and you can't consciously be praying. But when I looked up to, to not cease to pray, um, it's speaking um, as in an affectionate uh, phrase in hyperbole. It's using yeah. hyperbole to right. to express that. It's just a, a way to say, "Hey, this is this is our love for you that we're, mm-hmm. we're we're always praying for you." You know, at every chance that we get.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so, so I want to just quickly look at, at these three terms that he's asking for because I they, they think there's some similarity to the, to them, but they, there is some distinction. And um, they're the words knowledge, um, wisdom, and understanding. And so. This first word, I, I, I've, I, in revisiting it again, I think it's an interesting one to look at. It's the in the Greek, it's the word epigenosko, um, or epigenosis. Uh, it's it's the idea of of um, translated knowledge, but there's this little this little epi in front of it um, adds something to it. So there's the word gnosis, which we might recognize the word gnostic, you know, which was this kind of just this pure knowledge to some extent. That, but with epi, it's this idea of fullness or to know, to have this kind of a full recognition of whatever it is you're dealing with. And so, which goes beyond just necessarily having a mental construct, I think, of, of a concept. But it's actually having a, a deeper a working knowledge you might say yeah, of it, which so is it
0: like knowledge with like a full comprehension yeah of it, yeah.
1: yeah which which you think leads to which we'll talk about later in verse 10 is to be able to walk in uh, in wisdom to walk okay. in a manner worthy of the Lord I mean that that's being able to apply it which is again related to the wisdom so so all these things and and with understanding so they really all kind of interact with one another in some way but it's interesting this I was looking at this word epigenosis and and it, Seeing that it's the same word that Paul uses in both his prayers for in 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 Ephesians and Philippians. Oh, is and that it, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's related to the. It's related, to, I think, so much as it related to the knowledge of the gospel and the fullness of our faith in Christ. That there's that's an ever increasing thing. That you know, are we ever going to attain that fullness? Well, he's praying that we do attain it in in those prayers um, and in here, but it's. But it, I think that's why you never cease to pray for it, right? Yeah. Because do uh, you know until until we go to see the Lord face to face, are we really going to know the fullness of of that faith?
0: Right. right? No, it's it's kind of, it's continuous growing, yeah. right? and and the continuance of it, like in the Romans twelve that we've talked about um, a number of times that right. that transformation by the renewing of our minds it's it's continuing. To to grow in the knowledge of 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 Christ. Uh, Why we stay there before you go on to the other two words? I was, Mm -hmm. um, it's the knowledge of His will, right? Um, I mean, if I were to say to know the will of God, I mean, this this can't be His His secret will that they're talking about, like things that there's there's secret things of God that He knows that we don't know, right? right? So there's got to be something to this. This is the will that He's revealing to us.
1: Yeah, I I think so. It's I think it's the fullness of of the knowledge of His will. In spiritual wisdom and understanding, and to walk in a manner fully of the Lord. So I think it, it's it's that it, it's definitely that it's what we might easily try to sum up sometimes as just saying the gospel, but it's it really is of His purposes, I would say, in Jesus, the knowledge right? of everything that
0: He's revealed that to he, us, the, yeah, the, the special so it's going to
1: be related to His Word and to and to Jesus, as we've seen that there's that. We've talked about this idea that the we have the special revelation of the Word, but that we also have the special revelation of Jesus' incarnation himself, right? That is that is what the Word is all leading to, right? And so I think good, it, good. it's all wrapped all right. up in in that. I do want to highlight just one other thing, as a way to bring this out, is in Second Peter chapter one, uh, in kind of verses three through eleven. There's this we have both epigenosis and gnosis being used here. And so here, Peter is, he's talking about um, the, the calling and election and the, the confirming the, the faith of the people he's writing to here. And he's saying that, um, that he is, uh, he wants them to, um, he says in verse three of chapter one, second Peter one, his divine power has granted us to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. And that's that word epigenosis, which again is related to Jesus, the knowledge. He wants that full working knowledge, right, of of Christ. But then as he goes on with this list of virtues, starting in verse 5, for this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, with virtue, knowledge, knowledge, self-control. Here in this list, it's it's just the word gnosis. Right. Okay. So we see there that the, the, so in that sense it's it's just it's just knowing what are those knowing those things, you know, that are, you know, maybe those truths that we need to know about our faith, you know, that we're adding to our virtue self control. And then again, as you as we keep going, um, then he in verse eight he says, For if these qualities of yours are increasing, they and increasing, where's that word increasing? Um they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, and there it's epigenosis again.
0: Oh, okay, is that right? Right, yeah, so.
1: right. and so it's just interesting there that I think that that there's something about that use of epigenosis as it relates to this relation relational knowledge, maybe almost you know this working knowledge. So it's 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 kind of like on the one hand, i um, thinking about my wife. Uh, I I can tell you facts about her, right? right. Um, the, you know, the, she's she's a brunette. That she's she works. Um, as an executive in her family business, and she does. I can tell you these facts that just might be gnosis, right? right? Knowledge, but but epigenosis is, is just knowing. I know her because we're married, and I relate to her. I can, I, I know how she interacts, and 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 I love her in a, in a deeper way than just knowing facts about it. And I think there's some way that that epigenosis is getting to that. The prayer that we we have this working full. You know, I would even maybe argue relational. Yeah,
0: it it is. And I was just going to say, it's more intimate and almost personal, and where it's used in the Colossians and then here in Second Peter, um, it's regarding that relationship with either the Father or with Jesus Christ, and so Mm -hmm. that's that's an intimate relationship. But these others are kind of general knowledges about maybe the fruits of the Spirit or or something. So, and
1: I and I I wonder is that maybe why Paul's using epigenosis here because it relates to this. It's the, the 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 knowledge of the gospel and the relationship to Jesus Christ, it is relational, it's it's covenantal, it's it's a deep commitment Mm. that we're growing and and walking in that's different than just, oh, I can tell you the facts that Jesus died on the cross and he rose on the third day and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know, the gospel has has that epigenosis of fullness about it that, that it goes deeper than that and there's prayer that we would have that. It seems to right?
0: coincide with the renewed heart a yeah. little bit too as opposed right. to some of right. the general knowledge.
1: Yeah. 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 And so so therefore we have that kind of knowledge of his will. Um that then that it says in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, right? And so um what's uh, wisdom uh when we just actually, you know, here in February we had um in our shine series, Pastor Wyman just did a a, a, a a sermon this past week on the light of wisdom, um, and talked about wisdom being, um, you know, something that is sometimes it just can be translated as simply as a skill, right? As skillful knowledge, right? right. Um, but it's so on one hand, you can have the skill of knowing how to, like, if you're a carpenter, you know how to work a chisel and a hammer and us and a saw, and 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 you know, there's skill in applying. Those to, to things, but when it comes to spiritual wisdom, right? Then that there's the skill of of godly living, you know, the, the, which is different than than just like knowing how to do those other things, right? And so I think in praying for spiritual wisdom is okay. How do we apply this the knowledge of the gospel to to this spiritual life? Of, of yeah, it is way, that right? knowledge, mm-hmm. um,
0: and then with the application of life as it is. Uh, given to us in the right. in the knowledge of, of the light of his truth. Exactly. So, so application, and then uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, but you, you mentioned the carpenter, but mm-hmm. it's it's that knowledge put to practice. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's put to practice. And so, so we see just as this, if we're going to have not this epigenosis, this full knowledge of his will, it's, again, it's reason we're praying for is because God has to reveal it, right? And if it's spiritual wisdom, it has to come from God and his instruction, mm-hmm. right? And then with that, then he says it's wisdom and understanding. And so understanding then get really gets to that old idea of comprehension of God's purposes. It says So the wisdom is being able to apply it and comprehend the knowing the why. It's not just knowing the who and the what and the how, but it's also then knowing the why. Why am I why is this important why are we doing these things sure and i looked up that word mm-hmm. as well and that was the the word that um
0: in the understanding it means to to bring it together or to come together and if you think about it it's like that knowledge with the wisdom and 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 bringing it all together for application
1: mm-hmm. yeah it is um and so it, it does take that sense of kind of perception of uh, that is so important as we apply wisdom because um cuz it's not always life isn't a a black and white experience. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> right? I was
0: I was reading when you were talking a second ago, but um, did you uh, already mention when you were talking about this, the the skilled mm-hmm. uh, worker and wisdom that there's no wisdom out of outside of Christ crucified. So. Uh, as Pastor yeah. Winans was was mentioning, he, that right. you can you can you can have practical application. Mm-hmm. You maybe talk about Solomon. Well, you, you, people could put that together, but there's no application um, of true wisdom in the things that he's speaking of here outside right. of Christ.
1: Exactly, because to know his will and to be able to put it into practice, um, we we need to know God's purposes in all things, and and so that's the. You know, apart from understanding the redemption that God has offered in Christ and how He is ultimately setting all things right in Him, how can we live with any sense of purpose without putting it in that context, right? Uh, and I think that really comes down to, even today, and I think it'd be good for us to talk about today, um, is there's a lot of human secular knowledge out there that people will want to say is wisdom, right? Right. Um, and and you you could take a, a particular field of study or a particular field of, of uh, application within the marketplace or whatever, you know that that would, for instance, like my, my brother's a financial planner and so he would give he tries to give wisdom to me on how to invest money and what, what's the best ways to do that, right? And he also uses godly principles and a lot of those things. but I mean you could you could someone who doesn't know the wisdom of Christ could, potentially offer the same advice, right? Sure. Um, and so so in that sense, you know, why do we need Jesus, you know? Because I can get good advice on on my money, or you can get good advice in, in running your business from a consultant. Uh, somebody can get good advice on healthcare, you know, from a doctor. Um, what, you know, what's the... Why do we need this spiritual wisdom and understanding for... Even those things.
0: Right. So you're making a distinction then between uh, knowledge in and of itself and perhaps wisdom and, and application of life as opposed to spiritual things. Right. Right. So... Uh, I think one of the scriptures that Pastor Winans used when, is when he talked about where where is the wise person? Where is the debater of this right. age? Yeah. Well, it's speaking of spiritual matters. There's plenty of people right. that are way smarter than than me or, or right. you that, that we know of. But um, but when it comes to the spiritual matter uh, of life and application within within Christ, it goes right back to that wisdom and and knowledge of God and that and that intimate relationship that we're to have with Him.
1: Right. And, but I would say too that you know we I think we would agree that there's no realm of life that is not spiritual.
0: Sure, sure. Right in the ultimate and sense, so, yeah, yeah,
1: right yeah. in the ultimate sense. So, so even so, there's one thing to have that wisdom of, of how to handle your finances. There's another thing to to make those decisions based on the risen Jesus. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. You know. So um, we can make good. But, but uh, the, the reasons why we're doing things, or even even sometimes I might from a, from a money standpoint. You know, I I might choose because of Christ to not invest in a certain business that that looks like hey, this could be really profitable, but maybe they're doing are promoting some sense of injustice in the world that that I don't want to be a part of, right. right? And so, even though it might make money sense to invest in that, I may choose not to sure. because of Christ, right? And so, though that's I think that's one one thing to consider in all this that that Paul's praying that that fullness would come. You know, to all of life, for mm-hmm. for us. Um, so, so yeah, the as as he does that, then we look as we move it, transition into verse 10, it says, he gives us a reason, just exactly, you know, kind of with this, is so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, um, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. And I'm pretty sure that, that that knowledge again is that epigenosis um, it, it, there that is again as we relate to this relational full working knowledge of God. So so let's just look at this, especially as we think about our planted podcast. We've talked about this bearing fruit before in season one. Um that there and and there's this idea of walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. So how does this um, relate to this application of knowledge? This is a metaphor that is used throughout scripture to walk. You know, we, we talk, so even in our kind of Christian lingo, we talk about our walk of faith or our walk with the Lord. When you hear that, when you, you, do you ever use that term? um, You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, it is in regard to, again, how you are applying the knowledge of life or the wisdom of God in this particular manner um, to your life's choices and the things that that we do, so in the things that we say and in our actions, this is this is walking. If I say, "Hey, walk with me through my life," you know, this is this is how we're progressing from point A to a, a time down the road. So that's how I would read it. If, if there's more to that, do you think or
1: Yeah, no, I think it's important. It, it, it's it's like it's it's a image to talk about our way of life right and and so I think it's important as we think about that because he's going to actually get into these things later on in the letter he's you know he's going to come into giving rules for Christian households and how do we how do we relate to our children and our spouse our our um, right. you know here it's going to be slaves but we could say it in, in modern today you know people who work for you um, right and so forth that it, it has to come down to that level if it's if it doesn't come down to that level then we're not really getting it, right? You and, know, yeah. And
0: I'll br- i bring this up, and we don't have to beat this distinction to death. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 interesting to say that well, you have a Christian, um, and then you have someone that's not a, a Christian. Uh, but those two can walk through life looking identical, yeah. Or, and the the non believer might actually do th- some actions that might be more philanthropic or have better actions or even Mm -hmm. treat his family somewhat better. Um, But one, there's only one that can be worthy. And so therefore, it can't be based on action alone, the person's action, right? So to walk in a manner worthy, uh, it it says to do it as in such a manner. But this has got to be a gift from God, uh, Mm -hmm. almost like as we are going from one level of, of holiness to another, right? Right.
1: And, and that's the thing, I think, as, as you bring that up, worthy of the Lord, and then it says fully pleasing to Him.
0: Yeah, which is impossible to do on
1: our own. Exactly. It's impossible to do on our own. And it's also, I think it relates back to you make that distinction. Let's say I have a friend who um, is, is, is a really good dad, and he's raising his kids to be self-sufficient, and they're, you know, he's he's encouraging them to do good in school and to get a Get a good job and to have a good family and have a good life, um, and maybe he's more, maybe they, you know, we could say in some sense turning out better than than my kids or whatever. Right. You know, They've they got they, they've got better degrees, a better job, all that kind of stuff. But if what if they but along the way he never teaches them about the Lord. What if they they you know they they live this whole life? They have the 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 nice house and the two point three kids and the picket fence and they drive their nice hybrid car and they do all the stuff they're supposed to do. Um but they never know Jesus. Uh what did that what's that life leading to? Right. 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 And I think as Christians at times we can even though we know that and even though we want our kids to know the Lord, sometimes we can um and our families in the way we live and the what we communicate, what we talk about, what we spend time with them about, can 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 even though we say, Yes, i we we go to church and we do this stuff, but the the there's a, a an imbalance, right? The the walking in a manner worthy has much more to do with the American dream than it does the the kingdom of God. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think it's an important thing that we have to ask: Is this fully pleasing to Him? Right. You know, and, and maybe
0: I'm... yeah, maybe just one more example of of what that might look like in the eyes of the Lord is uh, uh, when the Scripture says that without faith it's impossible to please Him, but it also uh-huh. says that anything done outside of faith is sin. Right. So when I look at uh, a mega superstar that gives money to a great charitable organization, mm-hmm. you know, more money than I could ever dream of giving, right? right? But they're not doing it in faith of, of God. It's actually a sinful gift because they might be doing it out of prideful reasons or whatever. Yeah. But that's not glorifying to God, right? Right. So that's a huge distinction, yeah. you know? And,
1: and and man, that sounds pretty harsh. It, it, well, it, guess what it, it, it is. is. <laughs> well, is it So you're saying that when God looks at that... And does he say it's... Then he's saying that's not good for them to do, that that's not a good well,
0: thing. Well, no. He, well, there's, there's, there's got to be a distinction there. There's got to be categories, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't want to make a categorical error. Right. So it's not that the thing in and of itself isn't good. So that's good that the children mm-hmm. got the money and that was helpful to them. Right. But for the person that gave it outside of faith the lord can't see that as a good gift for them and there's no benefit to them it's actually a sinful act and it's going to be uh i would say thought of as a prideful act even mm-hmm. though they're giving charity because they're they're right. doing it for you know
1: right uh, uh, whatever
0: mm-hmm. the the case may be a look right. at me type of thing yeah
1: so let's let's step back to the beginning of the story and and try to figure out why that's the case I think it's important for us to go back and remember when God created us in the beginning, and he made us in his image, right, before the rebellion, that it was there, we were designed to all, from the very beginning to reflect him, to, to image him into all the world, to be, we were created for a divine partnership. Where he entered into a, we in a relationship with him that we were to be fruitful to multiply. Then we have Genesis language right here. You know, he wants them to grow and and, and to be fruitful, right? In every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. All these things um, that this it, it was. It's all out of this divine partnership, right? And if we. Decide that we try to live and bear fruit and all these things apart from that divine partnership, apart from us being His representatives, His image bearers, right? Then, then we are just exalting ourselves, lifting ourselves up, and 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 that's where that pride, I think, comes in, right? That so so that we can say, you know, I'm you know whether it's Bill Gates or. Um, Who's the who owns Amazon? Whatever you know, all the whoever these ultra wealthy people are. Bezos or right? yeah. I mean, I don't know him personally, yeah. and I don't want to say anything against them, But if they're not, it, but if Jesus is not part of the equation, right? Then ultimately, it's like I'm looking good in in my eyes and the eyes of the world, and not fully pleasing the Lord. and I'm not living really out my true purposes of what God made me to be. Right, you
0: know, right, right, and we should also mention the fact that it's possible for even me as a Christian to to give to a cause unworthily like yes, outside of faith and so right. that would be a sinful right. gift you know if I'm doing it for a prideful account I, I, I make sure everybody sees that I'm giving hundred dollars to the thing <laughs> wave it or or right. hit or hit, the, or hit the gong or hit the clanging thing you know right. like the the priest the example that Jesus gave yeah. right and the lady that gave the two mites right or 25 cents or yeah. whatever it is yeah. and she was seen more faithful
1: right yeah and, and so um so I think it's good to know that this is a this is an ongoing prayerful thing that we need for each other and that we want to keep our hearts true to the Lord in all these things and and so Paul's praying that they would have the knowledge of his will the spiritual wisdom and understanding to walk in this manner that the 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 focus of our life the purpose of what we do is fully pleasing him and we would be bearing fruit in every good work and that so that again there's that that back to that Genesis um Image that—that that this is what we're recreated for, mm-hmm. right? We were created for that. We lost it. Now we're being recreated in Christ to do this again, to bear good uh, this this fruit in every good work. It makes me think of Ephesians two eight to ten. Right? We're saved by grace through faith, and that then in verse ten, it's it's that we um, for good works, right? That right. this is the fruit of a life of faith. The life of faith is not something, anything we earn. It's not anything we done by good religious work. It's by faith. But once we do that, it produces. Right. It's a life of fruit. Right. It's the life in the vine. Um. Apart from Christ, we can do anything, but in Christ we can do all things. Right. And so that's very important. And he's pray. So he's praying all that right here, that it would be, um, everywhere and increasing in the knowledge of God, the epiconosis of God. So just closing up. This, this today's podcast with this um, section, I think we'll end here in verse um, in verse ten. Is really looking at this and saying and asking, Do I want to increase in my knowledge of God? Mm. Do I do does that is that my heart's desire? You know, do I wake? Do I want my college sports team to win the national championship? Um, do I want my f- do I want that new boat? Do I, you know, my heart's, what are my heart's desires when I wake up every day? Do I want, you know, I want my boss to, to give me praise? Do I want, all those can be good things. I'm not saying anything, but, but in the deepest part of our heart and our mind, do we want this full working knowledge of God? Is that, um, and do we want to be in, to have this life that we live that we know is pleasing to him? I think that's a challenge for me at times, you know. And but I, I yeah, I, I say here in my good Christian thought when I'm reading the Bible and discussing with you, yeah, that's what I want. Um, yeah. But then you know, when I lay my head on my pillow tonight, is that still what I'm going to want?
0: <laughs> well, it, you know, and that's what the that's the challenge that we have when we're walking through this life is yeah. that in our flesh, our flesh hasn't been perfected yet, but in the spirit, which is the most important aspect and everything that we're dealing here, like you said, is spiritual matters. Right. We we have been saved and the promises, the promise for us is that in Christ we are pleasing to God.
1: Yes. And so
0: if we just keep our focus on that, mm-hmm. not trying to do it in of ourselves. We want to be obedient because we love them, that we're right. responding out of love. But it, but it's that's not what's pleasing him is our particular actions. It's because it's in Christ that yeah. that we're doing it, and it's because of His good work. He He's the one that lived the perfect life and has given us not only redemption right. but all the good gifts that we can use. That's why it, it's absolutely dependent upon the branch to abide in the vine mm-hmm. that you just mentioned. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a, a great summary for us here. That because I think you know. As I lay my head on the pillow at night, as I mentioned, have I preached the gospel to myself this day? Am I preaching it to myself as, as I lay my head on the pillow? Am I recognizing this is where life is found? The knowledge of God, is there anything sweeter than, than that knowledge of, of God and his love and what he's accomplished for us in Christ and that, that we can rest secure in mm. him? Mm-hmm. And, that, and, that that's, and, that, and that I can pray for that for myself, for my wife, for my kids, for my neighbors, for my small group, for my, my tr- our church members, that we, you know that we can we can take this prayer of Paul's right here, and, and we should never grow weary of praying that we would be, uh, we you know we have not ceased to pray. You know we we, that we pray pray that we would be filled with this knowledge that we would walk in in a manner fully pleasing to the Lord, and and if. Uh, if if we continue to do that and, and trust in that and rest in that, um, do we doubt that God's faithfulness that He's mm. going to accomplish it? Right? right, right, yeah. So, so yeah. Thanks for uh, for tuning in with us again today. Uh, hope it's beneficial to you. Encourage you to use this prayer. Uh, and we're we're going to finish talking about this prayer next time as we go through eleven verses fourteen. And next time.
0: Thanks for joining us. Yeah, sounds great. We'll look forward to next time. Thank you. All right. Yep. Have a good day. Well, that ends our time today. Next time, Pastor Matt will explain the results of spiritual wisdom in our lives, always giving thanks to the Father. Planet is a Cornerstone EPC production connecting to God, one another, and the world through the love of Jesus. More information can be found at cornerstonebrighton.com.